The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Let's put our hands together for the Lord as we welcome our very own Reverend Kole Olowe Foyoku. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So let's clap for our choir. Thank you very much. Okay. Amen. You know what happened? Uh, in the first, okay, in the second worship experience earlier this morning, I said I would cover everything I wanted to cover. But I didn't. So this time I'll cover it. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We lift you up today, Lord. And we pray for every person here, Lord, that you will anoint their hearing and their understanding. And they will receive your word and you will cause it to grow inside them and it will bless them and it will leave them permanently benefiting from the substance of it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so today we are going to speak about wisdom. Amen. Wisdom. Okay, I was looking for a formal definition. I didn't find one that satisfied me. So we're going to stick with what you know wisdom means. I'm sure you know what wisdom means. Yeah? So we're going to stick with that. Um, and to you, there's something that gives somebody a reputation for being wise. So we will stick with that. But... The man Daniel, what qualified him to be counted as wise? We see that in Daniel 1, verses 3 to 4. And the king spake unto Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, that he should bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princes. I want you to get the context here. Um... This was Babylon, a different country. And Israel was not in their own land. In those days, people came and carried all of you away from your land to another land. That's what happened. By the rivers of Babylon, in and we wept. When we remember the Zion For the wicked Carry out the way Captivity Required us a song How can we sing the Lord's song In our strange land 
So let the words of our mind and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. Amen. So, they were in Babylon. Let me put that in context. Imagine a country conquering us. We are Nigerians. Hmm? And then, we are now living for 70 years in Gambia. That's what it looked like. Babylon was far from where they were. And they carried all of them to that place. They now said, select out of these people people that we will use, people that are useful to us. Select the wise people from among these people. That is difficult. You know why? They didn't know them. So they had to pass through tests and interviews and reputation checks and all that. But they wanted to pick some of the Israelites. Why? Verse 4. Children in whom was no blemish, but well favored, and skillful in all wisdom, and cunning in knowledge, understanding science, and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. A friend of mine is an engineer. So, Yoruba man, you know where he studied his engineering? Japan. In Japan, they don't speak English. They don't write English. And their script is totally different from the script of Roman numerals. So, he had to spend one full year he was going to study engineering, you know. One full year learning. And how to write it. Yes, because that's what it boiled down to. It was a totally different world. Have you seen or heard Chinese before? Then you have to write that too. Huh? Whom they might teach hmm? the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. Ability to learn. This is a terrible thing. One of the things that pained me most, I had someone that was like a son but he was a professional in a particular field. And he was, uh, he needed a job and incomes very much. And I had a vote for that. So I engaged him. But you see, he liked games, computer games. 
And uh, when he would come to work, he would be playing computer games. So the thing was not moving. And both he and his wife were like my children. So among other things, sometimes I give them money to sort this out and all that. But I wanted to be paying him to give me that thing. I wanted to be paying him. But after I tried for about six months, I saw that this was a hopeless case. So you know what happened? I now engaged a total stranger who was younger than him, who was doing this thing as a second thing because this second person graduated in engineering, but this first guy actually graduated in software engineering. That's what he studied abroad. But he was not serious. He was not diligent. He didn't know it. What can I do? What can I do? So I now left him and I was paying double to a total stranger who could deliver it. And each time I was paying it, I would remember the needs of him and his family and I say, man, this money can solve this thing now. Eh? You know what's happening? Capacity. He did not have the capacity to rise up to deliver the needs. But capacity can be built. But instead of building the capacity, he was playing games and enjoying himself. It was a very painful thing to me. But that's the problem with many of us. You know, there are many of us looking for jobs. Eh? And then someone wants to help you with jobs, but you can't do it. You don't have what it takes. You just know Sabi. It's your duty to Sabi. Now, who will help you to Sabi? You have to be diligent in what you are doing. You have to be knowledgeable. You have to increase your capacity. Look at this place again. Huh? Daniel 1.4. Can you please put it up again? Daniel 1.4. Children in whom was no blemish, well-favored, skillful in all wisdom, cunning in knowledge, understanding science, such as has ability in them to stand in the king's palace who they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. Stop deceiving yourself carrying your certificate around. Though. Do you hear me? Many of us, the certificates we are carrying are useless. Though. Because even the person that taught you eh, cannot meet the practical needs of that field eh, in the marketplace. Is that not true? They can't. They can't. I remember when I was doing first year French, there was this lady that uh, already had an NCE and had been teaching many people French. Oh, I pitied the people she taught. Because her French was so terrible. She was the worst in the class. I was coming from another faculty. Religious, nice woman like this. And then I remember one time when we were doing something and she gave us some Yoruba French like that. And unfortunately we laughed and she was much older than us. I mean, maybe I was just under 20. I mean, she was over 40. 
you know, shows was like uh, double age. But we didn't intend to laugh, but uh, um, 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 uh, we couldn't stop ourselves from laughing, and then we laughed. And then she got annoyed. Excusez-moi, Shegba. So ne pas la langue de ma mère. So ne pas la langue de ma mère, que? Qu'est-ce qu'il y a? Papa? Would I hire her to teach my children French? But she was going to graduate. Even if she had a third class, only God can deliver her students. Amen. We produce graduates for computer science. Computer science is just three areas. Software. Hardware. Abi, and then maybe networking. Abi, we produce graduates of computer science, they can do nothing out of the three. Write a software, they can never, even to save their own lives. Hardware and core, they just see the pictures. They have never seen the thing. Networking and core, and they have heard about it. Finish. And they are graduating. What are we talking about? The capacity is not there. We have a, we have a problem, Amen. You had better check yourself. Can you do what you are supposed to be able to do? It's only you that know. And if you don't know, your employer will know. And he will know that you can't do anything. You can be praying and fasting, you know. Eh? God does not want to murder people. Okay? So if you don't deserve a job, sometimes God will not give it to you. So if you have to start relearning, start it. There's no shame in it. If, uh, I had some uh, relatives. They came to spend holidays with me. Uh, they were trying to get to university at that time. Or one of, them, one of them was already in the university. Do you know what I forced them to do? How many people know this thing? Two times two, four. Two times three, six. Two, I'm talking of people who was in university because they didn't know the times table. They, five times seven. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm cooking. Eh? Wait, work. Eh, wait now. <laughs> ah! So I was forcing them to learn the times table. If you don't know it, you don't know it. You have to work on your capacity. Those people had to be tested. Those people have to be tested. I have close relatives that have been looking for jobs for years. In fact, one called me last week. Said, Uncle, I've been rejected from my household. I don't even have any kin. Ah, I said, because when I try to teach him, when I try to train him to develop himself in those times, he will look at me as if, bye bye, you familiar, Joe? You know what that means? This man, your trouble is too much. Leave me alone. At one time, he wanted me to recommend him to some people. I said, ah, I cannot recommend you. 
He said, please, now I say, I can't recommend you. When you were living with me, I drove you out because you stole. I will now recommend you to somewhere. I actually drove him out because he stole. I drove him out and racked him at the age of 33. He was 33 years old. I racked him and drove him out because he stole in such a way that I was very annoyed. Waiting now. So I drove you out of my own house because you stole. I will not be your referee to another person. Would that not be unfair to that person? God didn't send you to rack anybody. But he's my close relative, so I can rack him. Amen? Okay. Now, I am now going to jump some things and go to the things I did not cover. Then I will now come back to the basics. (laughs) So that those that at least were in the second experience, this is the third worship experience, will have the full picture of what I wanted to convey. So I'll just call this a few things about wisdom. Huh? And when I cover that, I will now go back to, to the basics. Now, one of the basics that I had said was that there is a natural component and there's a supernatural component to wisdom. You understand? Just like to healing, there's a natural component, there's a natural way of being healed, and there's a supernatural way of being healed. The natural is always limited. That's why there are some incurable diseases. You understand? There are some incurable diseases. I remember a daughter of mine had lost her two tubes. <laughs> had lost her two tubes. <laughs> uh, there is nothing you can do medically about that. Nothing. Lost her two tubes. <laughs> uh, and when I was ministering to them, God said, uh, you people have to fast heavily. So I took the husband. I actually traveled out of town. We prayed, we fasted, we did everything and did everything because there's no limit to the spiritual. There's only a limit to the natural. Eh? Amen. Person will not get you. You don't born to Peking. Then some don't graduate just this year. Just last year now. No tube. No tube. They had said it won't happen. <laughs> With God, there's nothing like it won't happen. It, it, it just does not exist. Amen? It does not exist. So, the point I'm making there is that There is a natural angle and there's a spiritual angle to anything. The same way goes for wisdom. 
So, natural um, medicine could not cope with a situation in which a woman has no tube. In fact, I just, I was watching the TV, I think it was Dove TV, and Pastor Adoboye was talking about um, somebody that uh, had no womb. Eh? But got twins. No womb at all. But got twins. <laughs> Amen? You must learn to believe God for the impossible. For the impossible. You know what I'm believing God for? Write it down so that when it happens, it will not be that it was a mistake or happenstance or anything. Hmm? Within the next seven years, your servant here would have created at least 10 million jobs for Nigerians in Nigeria. 10 million. 10 million jobs within the next seven years. You see, humanly, it's not possible, but sorry. Jesus is not human now. Abba, 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 Abba. He's the king. He's the king. He can do all things. You understand? It will not be an accident. Oh. Hmm? I'm doing a lot of work to make it happen. I'm doing a lot of work. And I've been doing that work for a long time. And I'm doing a lot of praying. Eh? And you know what? You know what? The Spirit of God is available to the saints. Amen. Available to the saints. Let me tell you. Can one human being gather all the animals and birds in the world? Can he gather them? Hmm? When it was required, the animals and birds that will be saved and that will be preserved, they migrated on their own to where Noah was. And Noah took them into the ark. <laughs> Amen. They migrated on their own. This country is suffering from lack of wisdom. But we, when the sons of God will manifest in this Nigeria, you will see wisdom lift this country out, out of poverty and suffering. God himself will do it. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do it. Amen. Ah. So, so the first thing I will say is that natural wisdom can be corrupted. Now, I want to make a few points about wisdom. Ezekiel 28, 17. This was talking about the devil. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. And you know, beauty is something you have to be very, very careful about. I had a friend whose daughter was so amazingly pretty. And the thing was becoming a problem 
Because anybody that saw her would first of all say, Meh, what a fine girl. And then the mother noticed something. If you didn't say that, then you are an enemy. She becomes unfriendly to you. You see how something that was given as a free gift by God became a problem. So the first thing the mother will tell you is, when you see this girl, don't refer to her beauty. Just greet her. Don't see anything. Because the mother wanted to, to wield her away from such a satanic thing. A little girl will take offense at somebody she has not seen because you didn't say she's beautiful. You know, that's what happened to the devil. Ezekiel 28, 17. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom by reason of your brightness. I will cast you to the ground. I will lay you before kings that they may behold you. the good things that God has given you. Be grateful for it, but don't flaunt it. Don't misuse it. Some people became so proud because of their brilliance. I had a friend that I was very impressed with because he was so humble and he was a genius by any standard. Later, I had to back down from him because he became so arrogant, so proud. And I said, I hope this thing will not destroy this guy. He's not a born-again Christian. No. When the time came and he was nominated as minister, hmm, that arrogance was so obvious that the Senate rejected him and he was the only one the Senate rejected. They just they rejected him. It was that... You know, but you know, I mean, give the devil his own due. That guy is a genius. Genius. But so what? Brilliant, but foolish. It is foolishness to be so arrogant that people that didn't know you will look at you and say, we are going to winch this guy. We will not confirm you. And they didn't confirm him and nothing happened. They didn't confirm him. Nothing happened. The head of state was very annoyed. No problem. Shall we, shall we now we be saying it? We are the ones that will confirm. We are not confirming this guy. Let him go and fly a kite. So when I'm talking about wisdom, I'm not necessarily talking about IQ. There is more to wisdom than your IQ. Number two, natural wisdom can even be deliberately bypassed as the means to a required end. 1 Corinthians 1.27 But God, everybody say God. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. So, God chose to, not, to bypass natural wisdom by himself. Okay? 
Now three, there is a wisdom that can spoil you. Colossians 2.8 Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Okay? Um, there is a translation. Yes, New Living Translation. Listen to this. It says, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. Amen. High-sounding nonsense. There's a particular cult that seems to be specially made for very brilliant people. It's called Grail Message. Abrushing in the light of truth. Have you heard of it? Grail Message. Hmm? A lot of high-sounding nonsense. A lot of high-sounding nonsense. You'll be bamboozled. And the nonsense is so complicated that it's only very brilliant people that it applies to. Because they themselves are happy that they are able to mentally navigate it. Then they will feel important. I will feel very spiritual. The devil will deal with them. Mm. Abrushing. Terrible cult. Terrible cult. One of my biggest regrets was that I had a daughter. No, it was actually the boy that was my son. And then this girl became his fiancé. Donkey years ago, they came to visit me. And the girl's father was against the marriage because the girl was born again and he thought abrushing was the way. And she, if she will not be abrushing, that's uh, this message, he will deal with her. And I remember clearly, I remember very clearly that as I was seeing them off, when we got to the car park, I saw in the spirit the father of the girl who was a high-level professional in one of the country's biggest blue-chip companies. Actually, he was their chief financial officer, a director. He was trying to make his daughter mad hmm? to show his power. Hmm? His own daughter, his firstborn, his own daughter. I saw that thing in the spirit and I said, wait, you people. This is what I see. Go and handle it. Oh. Because those cults are powerful. Don't toy with them. Oh. And I thought they did. I thought they did. Unfortunately. Fifteen years into their marriage, it still happened. That girl ran mad and she's still mad. That's the pity of it. And on the man's 70th birthday, the girl appeared and showed them when. I said, that serves them right. But she has children, and their children are like fatherless now. No, be careful about cults. Be careful about cults. They have very high-sounding nonsense that if you get yourself engaged with, you begin to acquire some of the satanic content of their cult. You understand? 
Uh, you see? There are certain things we don't understand. I wish I understood why it still happened, but I think it was that they underrated it. They did not do enough. You know, how many people will believe that their own father is trying to make them mad? It's not easy now. We are all human beings. Even me, if you tell me my father is trying to make me mad, <laughs> I will leave and say, are you sure this Most of those people are seeking wisdom. Wisdom that does not come from God. That's the point. High sounding nonsense. Philosophies. I have the book. Abrushin in the light of truth. If you have feet, run away from those things. It was a bad case because the father was Abrushin. Mother was Christian science. The daughter was now born again. <laughs> what are they? Madness from right and madness from left. It's not an easy thing. If you have to fight your battles, fight them and fight them well. Amen? So, there is that kind of wisdom, high-sounding nonsense, philosophies, run away from them all. Okay? Now, wisdom can increase with age. Job 12, 12. With the ancient is wisdom, and in length of days, understanding. Okay? There are certain things that the child standing up cannot see. The elder sitting down has seen it long ago. Amen? In most cases, when responsible and wise elders oppose a marriage, be careful. Because in most cases, they are right. In most cases, they can see things that you have not seen. That does not apply to occultists and all that. I mean, people that are, that are opposing you because you are a child of God. You know? I have certain people that are close to me. One of them a close relative. The first time I was going to marry, I said, this girl is not marriage material. Don't marry her. Because if I don't tell you now, I'll be guilty. I could see. God didn't talk to me. Oh. I could look like this. I said, mm, don't do, I beg you. Eh, he said, eh, those things, she will change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I said, you are marrying an adult. You are not marrying a child, bro. And then this one, I don't know why I said it. I don't know whether it is by word of knowledge. I don't know. But when he refused and insisted, two things. Number one, I said, I have warned you. I'm giving you seven years. If you go ahead and marry this girl, in seven years, your head would have cleared and you will walk away by yourself. By yourself. Maybe it was God, though. I don't know. But exactly in the seventh year, with two children to the bargain, he abandoned his own house by himself. Not his parents' house, so not a rented house, so his own house. He just walked away. He couldn't take it anymore. 
And when he came and he was reporting to me, I said, shut up. Because I told you. I said, this girl has not changed. You are the one that changed. And I had told you, I said, you will not be able to bear it anymore. You will not be able to. There are certain things that no man bears forever. I said, you will not be able to bear it anymore. That happened. This same person, like I'm, I'm saying, somebody very close to me. About maybe six or seven years after that, he wanted to marry again. And when I saw that girl and I observed, I'm talking of just plain wisdom. God didn't speak to me. I called him again. I said, oh boy, this one is even worse. I said, this one is even worse. He now looked at me like, ah, uh-uh. she everybody knew what daddy, you are too critical. Oh, I said, ah, no be me go live with them. Now you. I said, this one is even worse. Don't do, don't say I didn't tell you. When he refused, I went to his brothers. I want this guy, I want him, I want him. Oh, okay. I was at the wedding. I went by myself. Hmm? Okay. The person that drove them is my relative. Hmm? Between church and reception, they were racking each other in the car. <laughs> oh, yeah, that long shot, you were at it on him. Ah, long shot, hey, hey. After two children again, they are divorced. The same person. The same person. In all these things, God did not say anything to me. Oh. I just stood and I looked. I said, ah! He <laughs> went, Mad dog, whoa. <laughs> that means don't try it. So, wisdom can increase with age. I told him at that time, I said, Omode loan share. Now, little picking, they do you. Omode loan share. Finally, after these two divorces, he's now born again. <laughs> He's not born again. And uh, yes, now he introduced somebody to me that he wants to marry. <laughs> Will I dare tell him that uh, don't do it again? <laughs> so, so, so I just kept quiet. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> But this is foolishness. He has a high IQ, but he just does not discern right. Amen. Now, number four, wisdom listens and learns. Eh? Proverbs 13:1. A wise son heareth his father's instruction. But it's corner, heareth not rebuke. Again, I have a close relative. When he wanted to marry, I was watching him and the wife. Then later, I now called him in the presence of his uh, siblings. I said, if I were the parent of this girl, I would not let him marry this my friend. Now, it was my friend that had a problem, not the girl. I will not let him marry this my friend. 
this my friend is maltreating her. I can see abuse even before they marry. He has to stop this nonsense. What the heck? You people are his relatives. Speak to him. You don't treat a lady like that. Is he looking for a wife or a servant? What's his problem? Idiot. You know why I said idiot? Because I had said this thing to him privately many times. And he was still maltreating the girl. Okay? But then the guy began to calm down. Began to calm down. Began to calm down and all that. Eh? Today, he is one of the best husbands I've ever seen. Ever. He treats the wife like gold. But prior to that, I noticed he would come and visit me and start asking questions. I knew he was trying to correct that thing. And I was giving him tips. You know, this is how, this is how, this is what is wrong with this one. He said, eh, is that one also wrong? That's how my dad does to my mom now. I say, your dad was maltreating your mom now. It doesn't make it right. Your dad is, was doing it to your mom. It doesn't make it right. You understand? But he was listening. He was listening. Today, I myself am trying to pick examples from him. Yes, I'm watching him to pick examples so that I can also um, be better. Don't say be a good kid. Don't let my wife hear that. Too. Be a better husband. My wife will tell you I'm a very good husband. Who believes it? Amen. So the person I was chewing has now become a person that I'm trying to learn from because he listened. Amen? Um, I've chewed many people here. You know I don't mean any harm. You know, right? Because I've chewed many people here. <laughs> Amen? Now, no one can by wisdom know God. Hmm? 1 Corinthians 1.21 For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. No, you cannot use wisdom to know God. In verse 25 of the same 1 Corinthians Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. You see, it is the Bible that makes you wise unto salvation. It's the Bible. <laughs> Amen. You cannot by wisdom attain unto God. You cannot by wisdom break into the presence of God. It's the Bible that makes you wise unto salvation. Second Timothy 3.15 And that from a child... Thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, true wisdom is actually a person because Christ is made unto us wisdom. 1 Corinthians 1.30 But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us Wisdom and righteousness. Ah, uh, where did you burn? And sanctification 
and redemption. And uh, the NLT calls it like this. God has united you with Christ Jesus. Goodness gracious. God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy. And he hid, he freed us from sin. Freedom. He freed us from sin. So Christ himself is made wisdom to us. God has united us with Christ Jesus. Colossians 2, 3b, the latter part of uh, verse 3, talks of Christ in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. If you are correctly in Christ, hmm, you will have the capacity to enter into and operate at a level of wisdom that is totally supernatural. All the wisdom required is available, but you must wait on it. Just like by his stripes you were healed, if you did not wait on your healing and fight for it spiritually, eh, this is going to knock you, finish you, throw you, hammer you. Yes. Amen. Amen. Then another thing, is that it is honorable and spiritual to direct wisdom towards invention, science, and technology. It is both honorable and spiritual to do that. Proverbs 25.2 tells us that it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. Search out a matter that is research and development. That is research and development. There are many, many things that God has created for us. He has left them there. It is up to us to use them correctly, but they must be unearthed. Like gold. Nobody goes on the street and is able to pick pure gold from the ground. Gold must be dug for. It must be mined. It must be purified. It must be processed. That is the same way as wisdom. When Christ is in you, the seed of all the wisdom you need is inside you. Amen. Yes. When Christ is in you, the seed is fully in you. But seed is not to be eaten. Seed a seed is to be planted and nurtured and allowed to grow into a mighty tree. The planting and the nurturing is your responsibility, not that of God. Amen. Amen. This is the difference 
between Western culture and development and our own, where we are always looking for a miracle. No, 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 no. You do not run life by miracles. Miracles are supposed to be occasional divine intervention that will supplement eh, what you are achieving by wisdom and knowledge. You hear me? That's the way it is. In the olden days, smallpox killed so many people. Now we have eradicated smallpox. Yes? Killed so many people. Many of our grandparents had many, 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 many children. They were dying, no? They were dying. They were just dying like chicken. My grandmother, my mother's mother, I think in total was reputed to have had 14 deliveries. You know how many grew up to be adults? Two. Two. Was it miracles they needed? No. Science and technology. Good hygiene. That's what they needed. Mm, That's what they needed. Many of you that are praying for miracles of prosperity, you need a miracle of the increase in your wisdom and capacity, and that is what will get you wealth. That's what you should face. That's what you should face. How many people think God could not have said, Noah, Caesar, um, since I'm going to um, destroy the world, um, we'll go and get ready all these people. Um, let there be an ark. Bang, 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 bang. And an ark would appear. Bang, bang, bang. You think God couldn't do that? He said, let there be light. And there was light. Huh? He opened the sea. And people crossed on dry land. God can do anything he wanted to do. God made the earth to stop rotating. Eh? The man said, son, stand thou still over the valley of Ajalon. And the earth stopped rotating for 24 hours. So God could have said, let there be an ark. And then the ark will come. Okay, Jonah. Oh, Noah. Enter the ark now. It was Noah that built the ark. Wood by wood. Piece by piece. And he pitched it with Qatar. Inward and outward. For waterproofing. It took Noah a hundred years to build what God could have made with one sentence. Come on. Come on. Come on. Some of us, instead of praying for miracles, 
We need to spend one or two years transforming our intellectual capacity. Acquiring skills. Studying. Going for tough courses. Re-educating yourself. That's what you need. You're just praying and fasting for nothing. You, when you can do nothing, God is not a thief that will come and start throwing money at you when you are not able to do anything that will end that money. God doesn't operate like that. Oh. He doesn't operate like that. Amen. Ah. Uh, okay. So, now, another point is that each of wisdom and money is a defense in its own right. Each of them. Ecclesiastes 7.12. Hmm? For wisdom is a defense. That's why we're talking about it. Money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have wisdom. But money does not give life to them that has money. There are things that wisdom can do that money cannot do. Let us look at the poor wise man, Ecclesiastes 9, 15 to 18. Now, there was found in a poor wise man, and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Okay? Yet no man remembered that same poor man. Then said, then said I, Wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words is hard. The words of wise men are hard and quiet, more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroyeth much good. Hmm? So, another angle to this is that the pursuit of wisdom is superior to the pursuit of money. Hear that? The pursuit of wisdom is superior to the pursuit of money. Proverbs 16, 16. How much better it is to get wisdom than gold and to get understanding rather to be chosen than silver. Much of the time, all the effort that we are making to be looking directly for money, we should have diverted it to search for and acquire wisdom and knowledge. Yes. Western societies are highly productive, doing a great deal of production per capita because of their capacity, the capacity of their inventions, of their machinery, of their systems. Those are the things that we should work on. God is not a magician. God has ordained that we should prevail by wisdom and by knowledge. That's what he has ordained by. That is why societies that have better educated people are doing far better than societies that have crude oil. <laughs> You know crude oil. <laughs> you know why crude oil has any value? Because it is needed by 
societies that have something upstairs so they can pay for it. Okay? If we were all on our own, our crude oil will have no value. We'll just be looking at it and we'll remain poor. <laughs> Amen? The wise and knowledgeable, they rule over the lazy and foolish and stupid and backward. That's the spirit we need to destroy. Mm. <laughs> Amen? We are too backward. We are too backward. Proverbs 4, 5 and 7. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. With all thy getting, get understanding. With all thy getting, get understanding. You see, the beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Okay? Proverbs 3.13. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. And then, the final point I want to make now is that God gives wisdom to those who please him. Ecclesiastes 2.26. For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner he giveth travail to gather and to heap up that he may give him what is good before God. Okay? So, how? So finally, points that I didn't get to earlier. I've covered those ones. So I now go back to the basics as I round up. Okay? Now, many people that are reputed to be wise, Daniel, Joseph, Solomon, why were they considered by men to be wise? Why? One is that the Bible says they are. So once the Bible says somebody is wise, and then the person is wise. But how about men? Because of their impact, they are able to solve tough problems. Solomon solved the problem of deciding or deciphering which of the two women was the father of the child. It was wisdom he used. He didn't use the juju, kodafa. You know your father? Daifa, kodafa. That reminds me of my grandmother. She would put kola nuts into different pieces and then she would do like this. She would throw it like this and she would be looking. I say, mama, I'm not trying now. That's don't deceive yourself. How can Kolanos tell you what is going to happen? Come out for road, Joe. <laughs> Superstition. I'm not denying that there is satanic divination, but she didn't have any satanic power, so she was just uh, deceiving herself. <laughs> when you see satanic power, you're wrong. That's if you don't have any power of yourself. Amen? So, 
Joseph, after interpreting the dreams, he was able to give instructions on how to protect the people from the coming famine. Hmm? So, you are saying that these people, they were able to solve real life problems. It was not spiritual problems, so. It was purely administrative problems. Hmm? So when they are saying get wisdom, it includes begin to work on your capacity. Start reading books. Get the right kind of books. Consult with people that know more than you. Get the books. Read. We are spending too much time on social media. WhatsApp is now killing us. It has become a demon. Who agrees? Raise up your hand. Who agrees? WhatsApp has become a demon. Who agrees? Many of these people are not agreeing with me. They are looking at me and saying that you want me to stop WhatsApp. Not be you and me. No, I'm not saying stop WhatsApp. But it's getting too much. It is demanding too much time. Demanding too much time. When I get home, the moment I carry the phone, my wife will frown. <laughs> you have carried your phone now. That's cuckoo your wife now. I say, no, now. I will put it back. No, no. <laughs> you are the one and only. <laughs> phone came. <laughs> you spend more time with the phone than with me. <laughs> but the point is that it's true. So I have to put it in a way. It doesn't make sense. How do I do a hard day's work from beginning to night? She has gone to work from beginning to night and I enter the room. Ah, hi there, can you call call? Papa, kong, 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 kong. She's looking. Ah, interesting. Then I send it to that one. What are you doing? Be careful, though. Amen. If your husband or your wife is doing that, collect the phone from them. That's, I'm saying that to everybody. It doesn't apply to my wife. Oh. Collect the phone from them. Say, so put it down. Ah, Claude. It's too much now. These things don't give you the time to do. So one of the things that I do now, and then, nowadays many people have been quarreling with me. Eh, you didn't reply my WhatsApp. I said, I haven't read it. Ah, I sent it four days ago. I haven't gotten down to it. I, I will read it when the, we get there. Yes, now. Because I have not done the most important things for the day, and I have to be servicing WhatsApp. Waiting up. Huh? I belong to some groups. 200 messages a day. Ah. Now, at one time, I was head boy of my, of my school. Our school group at one time, I had 1,600 and something unread messages. Let them stay there. I have other things to do in life now. Do the big things first. And then you cannot have time for that. Amen? Yes, do, do the big things first. You know, my mother will beat you if the first thing you ate was your meat. <laughs> How can you start with the meat? The meat is supposed to be last. Because the meat cannot 
satisfy your hunger. That you have to eat the real food first. After you have eaten the real food, to tiyotan, when your belly don't, you cannot eat the meat. Yes. You have to prioritize. You have to prioritize. And so, and because some people here too have also quarreled with me on that, I will get down to that WhatsApp. But until I finish the major things, I may not read it. I may not. Amen? Uh-huh. Okay? So, when we're talking about the dif- then there's a difference between anointing and wisdom. You know, Moses was very, very anointed. But he was doing something that was quite foolish, and his father-in-law looked at him and said, Ah-ah. Ogamu, not be like this now. The man's wisdom helped him. Wisdom learns and listens. Amen? Please, let's have that, uh, let's have that little clip. need help from God. Amen. Say I. I. I need help from God. You need help from God to enter the kingdom of God. You need help from God to prevail in life. You need help from God to achieve your potential. You need wisdom from God 
you need to seek it, work at it. Ask him. Amen? Now, if there's anyone that wants to give their life to Christ, that want to change the course of your life and begin to walk in Christ, in the God that made us. Please lift up your hand where you are. Lift up your hand where you are. Amen. Amen. Okay, now lift up both hands and let's pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for making Christ become to us wisdom, sanctification, redemption, righteousness. We thank you for planting us here in your wisdom. We thank you for bringing the word of God to us day in and day out here. We thank you for the anointed word that is able to make us wise unto salvation. We thank you for the wisdom to ask you for wisdom. The wisdom to grow our wisdom and understanding. To seek out and to search. Lord help us. Lord help us. Help us to be diligent. To play our own part. Because we know that you can never fail. But it is left to us to do what we need to do. Give each of us, Lord, the grace to follow through and allow ourselves to be transformed by your wisdom and by your power in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord be praised. Amen.